Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Join my normal Dudley boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, <sighs> where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Smackdown, but also Raw, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight, the go-home show ahead of the Royal Rumble. We should be so excited right now, but obviously it feels like today has been completely overshadowed by the news that broke overnight surrounding Vince McMahon and, well, just everything. Yeah, I um, I tried to think a little bit about the words, uh, the best way to put this, this morning, and I can't. So this is going to be a big jumble mess, and I apologise for that. We've done a news video on all of this, mm-hmm. so I don't want to go into the details again. It's hard and sad, and, well, just, yeah, sad enough that you have to um, provide uh, content warnings and trigger warnings on stuff that we like to just provide as a bit of, like, light relief, and, like, wrestling itself should be this distraction piece in all of our lives and all of our days, and it's something we love to do and a privilege to be able to do. And then the reality is when you do have to cover something seriously, I don't want to speak for you, but you feel very much like the best you can do is relay the facts yes. and leave people to live with the news and try and work through it themselves. Um, I would never sit here and pretend to tell anybody how to do or how to feel or preach anything like that, regardless of what my own views are. And I, I sense that people that have listened to us long enough will know what those yes. views are without going into great detail. What Belief survivors, basically, in summary. Fundamentally, yeah. Um, what it does in a situation like this um, is sort of, it does uh, cast a cloud over the distraction because the distraction doesn't function as a distraction. I think that's the easiest way I can think to simplify it. Um, Smackdown tonight obviously will be the, you know, the last stop on the road to the Royal Rumble, a show that has generated enormous anticipation. And look, like... Again, this is not me trying to like explain to people how you should receive the thing you like if the real if the reality and the real life stories come first. Because for the most part, like I kind of think that way too. I uh um I, I don't really think I'm gonna have it in me to care a great deal about SmackDown tonight. Yes. We're gonna sit and do the Rumble stream tomorrow and a little bit more on that for those Amazon News coming up shortly. But like we're going to sit and do the Rumble tomorrow, and it's I'm like really excited for the Rumble, and I don't uh, I don't really know how to sort of be able to explain maybe without just coming across like some callous prick who is able to separate the two because again I don't I don't like necessarily feel that people should be told how to engage with a product. Yes, 
we know that unfortunately these um, sort of things go on in the world and go on in corporations and it's just not it's never nice when you're kind of reminded of that and there's no right or wrong time particularly but I just I don't want people to feel wrong uh, shortchanged by this podcast yes. in particular but I just don't think the fiction of WWE in the world today will have will carry a great deal of weight tonight, shall we say? No. Because people will be thinking, I remember like last oh, 2022 when Vince McMahon first resigned in disgrace and the kind of barefaced cheek of, well, before he resigned, him to go on television and try and style it out, knowing oh. that there would be a section of the fan base that would be giving it the thank you Vince stuff and all of that. And then when he left and I'm kind of promoting, you know, let's call a spade a spade. They were trying to draw numbers out of something that they knew was generating. When the Wall Street Journal were dropping those stories, yeah. WWE thought, well, let's get the numbers out of it. It was like absolute malice intended. And then when he did leave and Stephanie McMahon came out and led the crowd quite forcefully in a thank you Vince chant and all that sort of stuff, it really, really did not sit right. And I thought then it was very hard to detach yourself from the reality and try and get like suspension of disbelief right that's what it's all about yeah suspend your disbelief and enjoy the show and it's a shame because now probably certainly more than then but now more than any time in recent memory there are a lot of wrestlers there are a lot of creative people there are a lot of people within wwe that have worked incredibly hard over the last period of time to get to the point where we were at let's just say 24 hours ago in our little naive bubbles just buzzing yeah endlessly buzzing for the royal rumble whose work like ultimately i don't really um want to discredit by sitting on this podcast and telling everybody right don't 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 watch don't listen don't engage it's up to everybody individually to choose how they engage with wwe over the period while people kind of come to if you have read it or even if you haven't you know this this uh, lawsuit and the, the the contents of it, the details about how you maybe relate the contents of the lawsuit to the product that you engage on a weekly basis, and not just I don't I, the last thing I want is for anybody to think I'm attempting to be tribal either way. So let, let's let's just speak in broader terms about the industry. You know, like whenever a story like this comes up, um, it then becomes a little bit harder to just imagine that what you're watching is this like all singing, all dancing, happy family show when you know there's some darkness yes. lurking in the background and there might well be people involved in what you're watching that have been aware of it too. Long-winded, scrambling, I apologise. But all that is to say, especially here, it didn't sit right with me personally, and we haven't really talked about this, but I assume you too. We love messing around on yeah. this podcast on a Friday. It's like it's it's really fun to talk about SmackDown, but it's almost more fun to just talk nonsense with a Friday feeling, and I think it's that's its own little thing. And I just don't really want to... You know, no. I don't, like I don't really feel like I want to, um, but we—it's so hard as well because like, I remember when speaking out happened. Yeah, and it's it's one of those ones where people are almost like, when can we go back to just talking about wrestling? And, and arguably, you never should. You should always focus it's, on the. It's never and always. Isn't yeah, it? you can do it whenever you want. You always just need to remember, sadly, the caveats that come with it. Yeah, there's, no, there's no singular right answer that suits anybody. And there's no, certainly with someone like Vince, there's no like, okay, well, um, Hogan's been out as a terrible person. Yeah. We'll just kind of cut him out of history. No. But that was hard enough in and of itself, considering his legacy. Vince is the WWF, for example. Mm -hmm. So there's no working around that. No. I I don't judge anybody that, like, 
for example, as of today, just decides, now. Nah, you know what, it's not for me. Not just WWE, wrestling, an industry that of where, where historically all of this sort of stuff has yeah. gone on, has been really poorly regulated, as you say, you mentioned speaking out, that's only, that is only four years ago, do you know what I mean? Like, and there's, if you think about like, I know the name that was probably going through lots of people's heads when you were saying, like, the Vincent Mann example and the Hulk Hogan example was, of course, Chris Benoit, right? And what happened after that was kind of the industry being forced to look at itself and how some of the performers lived yeah. the life of a pro wrestler. And then I guess, like, some changes were made. But then it's like, well, what, so does everything before 2007 suddenly come with this? Um, is it, like, sort of tainted almost by the reality of what the people put themselves through? And the answer is yes, if you feel that. Ultimately, it's, it's a, a totally individual approach. We... Um, this is sort of a, I feel, anyway, this is probably a good time to reassess that yourself. Yeah. Uh, and just, it, as you listen to this, and I, look, <laughs> like, we love doing this as a job. Yes. And I know how this thing goes, and I know that as a bit of time passes and we all adjust to what things that we've learned and seen and felt, and I'm not just speaking for myself here, I think I'm speaking for people who cover this kind of industry or similar industries when stuff like this happens, it's... Like normality has, like times are only marches forward, and the brutality of that means that like things become normal again quite quickly. Yes, despite everybody's best intentions or the things they keep with them or they store internally. Um, that is to say that if WWE or our podcast or coverage or anything like that just isn't for you, then like more power to you. Yeah. Go and do whatever it is that you feel you need. Um, and obviously, well probably still be kicking around to talk if you want to come back. But if this is where you want to hit pause for a while. Similarly, if you're of the mindset that you can completely divorce one from the other and would like nothing more than the wrestling, the thing that you love the most. I'm speaking for myself here, by the way. A thing that you love the most to just be that and you are able to compartmentalize these things, then I welcome you to have that as well. I don't really want to sort of feel like anybody is being preached to. And there will be... Um, coverage, you know, that like there's, we've done a, a Royal Rumble video that we put out yesterday that was recorded before any of this like yeah. latest lawsuit dropped that we'll be doing the live stream, which we'll, we'll touch on next, I guess. And um, stuff, stuff will carry on. Yes. I guess there's a version of anything that you like and anything that you're comfortable with. But if you're not comfortable with any of this, that's okay too. Yeah, you mentioned there um, charities that uh, that do some amazing work. Mm. NHS here, obviously here in the UK, do some sensational stuff with this. Um, and Rain in particular, um, the Mick Foley. Yeah, I, d- I don't know if he's um, either an advocate or maybe he's a, what's the phrase with the charity? Ambassador. An ambassador, yeah. possibly. For, yeah, he was, who drew attention to this, I'm going back like sort of in his first or second book, yeah. he first mentioned that these existed. Uh, you can obviously donate or, or seek out these charities if you've been affected by anything that's that's come up in the past 24 hours. Um, and I should mention, yeah, we'll be doing the live stream, me and Hamlet, tomorrow for uh, the Royal Rumble. But any donations that we get on that stream, we're going to donate 100% to uh, Rain to support mm-hmm. um, victims of this, this awful thing that uh, has unfortunately reared its ugly head yet again. Yeah, and just quickly on that as well, I... Uh, I, I Put something on X last night, and you know, like to be fair, maybe the answer is just shut up and listen rather than speak. Yes, you know, like listen to survivors, believe them, listen to women who uh, in the like so in where every space is kind of male dominated. Um, listen to the experience of the women, the loved ones close to you, whatever. But also, um, think about if this isn't something that you have experienced firsthand. Think about those who might have 
and social media is obviously social media is everything it is great it is awful it is the world right but if you're sharing some of the details of which plenty of places have just think about the fact that when somebody pulls down that one arm bandit of their social media feed <laughs> they maybe don't expect to have that put upon them um, there are ways to view the lawsuit if you wish and I did and I wanted to feel educated and I wanted yeah. to feel like I knew the story so that we could talk responsibly about it but you know, if this is something that you know that you would rather have details kept to a minimum on, um, then try, I guess, to curate your social media feed and hope that those that you follow and those that interact with you are able to think carefully about the stuff that they share. It is all out there, but it doesn't need to be something that you have to engage with unless you choose to, I think. Um, so to talk about tonight's show, mm. um, it's the go-home show ahead of the Rumble. There was a great video on uh, on socials uh, yesterday between Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. I haven't se- uh, yeah, I saw this in a bit in a bit in silence, but not there. It's a performance center fight. I think Logan Paul is just sensational in terms of what he can do. In terms of like he's he's an inspiration for many heels in wrestling right now. He's such a bell end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's hoying bottles of prime at Kevin Owens in the PC pull apart brawls. Uh, it's it's one of the things I'm most looking forward to on the Rumble, alongside the the because it feels less of a foregone conclusion than the four way. Mm-hmm. Rumbles are what they are, but uh, yeah, I think they, these two just work so well together in terms of getting under each other's skin. Yeah, it feels um, it feels the right level of big time for a Rumble undercard yeah. match, doesn't it? I think that's the uh, like the easiest way to sort of sum that one up. I the, I'll, I will go and watch the segment in full. Uh, I assume with it, obviously WWE. Where is this SmackDown? Oh, that's a good question. I'm just thinking because, like, the Performance Centre is in Orlando and the Rumble itself is in Tampa, is it? Tropicana yes. Field near there. So my assumption is they'll be rooted in Florida. And it just makes me wonder if um, the entire roster is available. You know, like, the the fact that you're going to have 60 wrestlers across both Rumbles and the, the six other wrestlers on the undercard, it just makes me think that SmackDown will probably have everybody available. I'm still looking. Oh! The Kaseya Center in Miami, Florida. So there you go. So like everybody theoretically is available. I would include Logan Paul in that. I would include Roman Reigns in that. Maybe we'll get to that. Uh, so yeah, probably um, an extension of the pull apart or a I don't know the, a twenty four hour um, no touching agreement before. Yes, the or something. just a, an escalation of their fight. Even yeah, I that's street a, fight. Yeah, I that's a nice idea. Oh, hang on. In fact, there's a bit of law there. What about making it a false count anywhere match and uh, Logan Paulson? I've seen you in one of these in that building before. Roman Reigns was knocking you over the golf cart. Yes. Because that was where they had their... They fought all around Tropicana Field, didn't they? So, yeah, so yeah that. Um, there's also a huge title match tonight. Um, I know we've sort of been uh, questioning the speed with which Caden Carter and Katana Chance have been lining up opponents yeah. and, uh, and running through them as women's tag team champions. But I think it's going to factor into the fact that tonight... They could uh, they could drop the titles. The Kabuki Warriors are challenging for them. It makes sense and may even because I think a lot of people, if if asked, would say it's definitely Becky Lynch's Rumble. Mm-hmm. And yet, if they win that, you suddenly go, well, hang on a second. EO's got the women's title. Yeah. The Kabuki Warriors got the tag titles. This sets Bailey up even more for well, you have to win the Rumble now, and then we've got a clean sweep. I tell you what, I love about. Um, this match and the result that I think we're both trying to manifest here, which is that the Kabuki Warriors become tag team champions. Nothing against Chance and Carter, it just makes sense in storyline, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't 
I, I, speed run is right. I, I think they've tried to make this feel like a more prestigious reign for the benefit of this. Noble failure, but worth trying all the same. And what I like about this is that they can pick back up something that they really kick-started at War Games. Remember how Bailey was making all the saves and then ultimately fell yeah. on her sword for damage Katarl? I think tonight she is so, I don't want to say blindly committed, but I think she's so committed to the damage Katarl plan of winning all the belts that she thinks, well, I have to do my part here, and she is directly responsible for the Kabuki Warriors winning. Yeah. So it looks like Chance and Carter have things won. Bailey runs interference and is the difference maker. Maybe even Damage Katal say, look, stay backstage. Like, when you come out before, it's not really gone to plan, has it? You stay Save there. Save yourself for the rumble. Ruffle the hair, that kind of thing. But then while um, Eo and Dakota are being disposed of and sent out, the referee's directly that Bailey comes in. Bailey to belly on one of the champions, and there's and like oh top rope as they're setting up for the whatever the, the yeah cake I, stand or whatever yes, it's called. Yes, that's great. It's top rope Bailey to belly. They're they're beaten, and Kabuki Warriors win the belt, and it's that like begrudging. Oh yeah, thanks, Bailey. That's actually really good. And then in the rumble uh, that frees up Katana chance for the rumble. Katana chance and Caden Carter can be targeting Bailey in the rumble, can't they? Yeah, and there should be a spot where damage Katarl, uh should help her and don't. Or Bailey is looking like under fire, and you get that real babyface support behind her, and she eliminates one or both of them or something as part of her rumble run. I just think it's like I feel like this is an, a, a good opportunity to do it. Um, not least because if the Kabuki Warriors lose, and this is where you've got to tread carefully with Damage Katara, if the Kabuki Warriors were to lose, are they? Are they not? And Bailey hasn't helped or whatever. Are they not in the right with Bailey as this babyface? She's supposed to be positioning. Yeah, Bailey is the babyface, and them just not showing her the respect she deserves for keeping the group together or helping. They refuse to acknowledge that she is useful to the group. Do you not lean into that by, you, like, you can't have them sort of say you're rubbish, you, and then them get beat anyway. It's like yeah. idiots damage Katara. Doesn't really support the turn, then, does it? No, exactly. And I love the suggestion, and it sort of factors in you something, something you said for a while with regards to Bailey. Because I've always said, oh, it feels weird to have Bailey win the Rumble and then challenge EO Sky, mm. or them turn on Bailey, sorry, and challenge EO Sky. But you could do. I saw this suggestion on social media, and it factors in your secretly uh, Bailey's been learning Japanese yeah. thing, the Batista Triple H thing. Yeah, you yeah. head over to Raw. We'll run both shows. EO mm. on this one, you on the other one. Bailey tells them that she's going to be... I think, I'm think i thinking I'm going to challenge Rhea. And then they're having the backstage chats that she is secretly here and being like, good, we've nearly fooled her, the stupid idiot. Like, she'll go to Raw, and then, like, we've finally gotten rid of her. This has worked perfectly. And then she... The literal shot-for-shot shot remake of the yeah. locker room. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the terrible framing of that. Wait a second. Yeah. You need to have a word with Dave. <laughs> Loved that back yeah. in the day. And yeah, and the, the, I don't know how, how it would work because you'd almost have to have live subtitles. But mm. I mean, everyone knows what they've. That's it. Yeah. Of, you know, point of WrestleMania. How much guitar will suddenly sell shock a bit as Bailey speaks fluent Japanese or something and then they're shocked. And then again, you get the sign point. That would be actually quite nice. The fact that we as the viewers can't tell what they're saying, but we know exactly what this is all meant. Yeah. Like, and it's WrestleMania. So they're like our, what we know isn't important to these characters. What is important is these characters living their life. And it's a synonymous with one of the best TV scenes in Game of Thrones ever. The Drakaris scene. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. She, uh, the dragon 
I was going to say turns baby face <laughs> on, on the people that she sold. She sold the dragon to... She's some traded bad, the bad dragon bad. for the army. That's it. Gets the army. And then he says, he's having to go at her, basically, mm. calling her all these names. And then he says, why won't this come under control? And then she starts talking in his language. The dragon. Burns and a lot. then she drops the Dracarys. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Uh, right, let's look at the rest of this card. You mentioned Roman Reigns and the bloodline and everything obviously leading towards the Royal Rumble and, and on to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Um, in the meantime, uh, one person who you would assume is going to be in the Rumble and one person who's obviously in the Fatal 4-Way facing off against each other, it's Solo Zuccoa versus LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, LA Knight has beaten Solo Zuccoa before, hasn't he? I believe so, yeah. Didn't he pin him before... Um, the Roman Reigns title match. Yes. One of the few. And I don't expect that tonight. I think this goes... I don't think you get a finish here. Um, and I wonder if that's, uh, again, another like a schmoz finish with a purpose. I wonder if Roman Reigns ready to kind of bring the hammer down on Jimmy only for Solo to show a little bit of um, support. I guess, for Jimmy and saying, no, no, this is my thing. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. And then Solo being unable to fix it. Does that, for the first time, cast a bit of doubt about Solo's ability in the mind of Roman going into the four-way? And do you sort of, uh, do you sort of tease that out a little bit ahead of Roman winning the match and retaining? Like him suddenly going into the WrestleMania run-up. I don't know how much he's even going to be involved in it. But the WrestleMania run-up, believing, oh, I guess I have to just put my blood is out. Solo and Jimmy are idiot, useless yeah. bitches. Like, is that is that the narrative here? You can't beat LA Knight, can you? Like, I know we've kind of gotten back to the days of wins and losses actually mattering a bit more now. But I, I don't know. I just think it's a bit counterproductive to beat one of your challengers clean in the ring on the night or even have Jimmy help because, like... Has the whole point of this not been that Roman... Roman's not wrong when he says... Or Paul Heyman's not wrong when he says, well, as long as they're all beating up each other, i got nothing to worry yes. about. Yes. Like, 
But if LA Knight can't even beat Solo by himself, does that not nullify him as a threat as well? At the worst I think time? it's going to be... I don't think Roman necessarily is going to be involved or even make an appearance tonight because mm. I always think they, they'd mention that. I mean, they might do a big social media post. I'd really like Aldis to drop that stipulation about them only being able to pin Roman. I think that would help a lot. Like, this idea that he's being pushed and pushed and pushed by the bloodline and by Paul Heyman, there's this, like, I will not engage in a power struggle. Uh, you think you run it, you don't. This is not a back and forth. There is no argument. I've won the argument. I'm, yeah. I'm the boss. And I think just, like, trying to enforce that law on Roman, whether, like, the bloodline won it or not, I think is where this story feels like it's headed. I think it's one of, one of those ones where... AJ and Randy and probably Jimmy get involved mm. in this match. And, you, I mean, obviously Randy stood tall last week, so you probably would have either LA or AJ. All, all three of them standing mm. tall, basically saying they can settle it between the three of them, but they're definitely not going to let Roman leave with the title. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, Well, we had a, a version of that, didn't we, the other week? Do you remember when they put Solo through the yes. table? So, yeah, they could do that again. Or, yeah, like you say... You have uh, Aldis band Solo. Like Jimmy's going to be involved in the Rumble, one would assume. Mm-hmm. Maybe Solo is as well. I think so. I think you put Solo in. I think you um, could have a good run. And you maybe he says, because I sense the men's Rumble's going to main event, mm-hmm. you get interfering that four-way, you're not in the Rumble anymore. Nice, yeah, I like that. Consequences. And Suddenly Roman's like, oh, bollocks. I need you in that Rumble because yeah. you've got to stop Jimmy winning. Uh, so you've got to stop Jay winning. You've got a one of you. And win. Cody, actually. Uh, and, and Punk. Dwayne, if he shows up. Not like, look at this Gunther I'm hearing about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Drew wants Drew wants revenge for Cardiff. Yeah. Now, I do like that. Um, again, stakes, consequences. These are the things that Aldis needs to use on the bloodline to make it believable that he's actually trying to make it a fairer yeah. WWE landscape, which I think the character is doing so far. Not the only feud on the road to WrestleMania, of course. Santos Escobar versus Carlito. Tonight, um, Santos and his boys have been uh, getting the getting one over on the LWO quite a lot recently. I I wouldn't complicate this. I just have Santos finish the story, like just have him beat <laughs> Carlito. This is a singles match they've they've delayed. It's been an all right job at delaying. The money is in the Rey Mysterio element of this, and I think the feud. It's a bit like the Undisputed Kingdom in AEW. I understand why a brutal beatdown, an injury angle on a babyface has to happen to really like elevate the heel. Santos turning on Ray the way he did was kind of vital to finishing that chapter. But the lack of Ray and the way in which Santos just kind of immediately pied Zelina Vega and how like he's, I've got new friends now, I don't need the LW. <laughs> the way that's happened hasn't exactly like kept him as hot with the crowds as I would have liked. And the matches have been of a good standard. And, you know, we've tried to put over like these individual moments of brilliance within them. But I just feel like there's it's been a bit of a holding pattern with Santos ever it's since. It's going to all be forgotten on the road to, on the I WrestleMania so. video package. Definitely, but definitely. it has, yeah, yeah. This is where Santos gets the win, and they clip together little bits of how one by one you decimated the LWO, you know, like da 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 da. But Rey Mysterio is going to be the guiding light that's going to be the force for good. Uh, going to be at the Royal Rumble, if not in attendance. That's what rumors, yeah. we're reporting this week, the rumours of that. So I don't know what his knee's like. We've booked about 16 different combination dream tag team matches for Mania. Let's start seeing one of them come to life over the Rumble itself. Yeah. And Santos beats Carlito. Yeah, I don't know whether... Because obviously they've just been... Maybe this is the week that Santos gets caught because they've had quite a few shenanigans. Like he rolled up Carlito last week mm-hmm. and... 
They've grabbed yeah, the, the, the cheating element of it, yeah. So, um, possibly, I just maybe I, I just for me all the chicanery, all the bad behaviour, all the everything is there to be stopped by race specifically. Yes, like it's almost as if you you create the need for Mysterio to return yet again, and like Santa's be like, "What are you doing, old man? Like, why are you still at this? Like, was it not enough that your son like knocked you about all last year, and now you want your surrogate son to do the same?" It's like, like Rey Mysterio is an undeniable force for good in the stories. There is a version of events at the Rumble, uh, Gunther to one side, because I know Gunther early on is a very exciting prospect yet again. Mm-hmm. There is an occasion where you go, number one, Santos Escobar, number two, Carlito, number three, Rey Mysterio, number <laughs> four, Dominic Mysterio, number five, Bad Bunny, number six, Andrade. <laughs> He didn't move over. I mean, because I was like, I'm divvying up the rumble into like, you need your Cody Roman, uh, Cody uh, Punk spot. Yeah. You know, you need your Gunther Cody spot. You mm-hmm. need, you know, Solo and Jimmy and Jay spots. So I'm trying to divvy Where'd it Where'd you put their bits? Yeah. I, like, LWO stuff to start. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see Santos and Carlito as one and two, you know. You say, you say that element of it, and I could definitely see that. That's like... Because it's, it's just a neat thing to do about, like, oh, we've seen them, like the WWE commentators, we've seen them battle on television of late. And yeah, I could see that being one of the, the early chapter points they try and hit. I really would like to see that. Um, there's a rematch happening tonight, a match that didn't get a finish because of, well, the quite right safety concerns that happened when Theory fought mm. Carmelo Hayes. Although Carmelo's got a lot on his plate right now. Yeah, busy boy on NXT, Carmelo. Check out our NXT coverage for more of that. Um, he's kind of an interesting figure at the moment, Carmelo Hayes, in WWE, which is not something I'd said much about him in NXT. <laughs> like, he is juggling a... Did he attack his best friend story in NXT and kind of an up-and-coming babyface one on SmackDown? Yes. Two are somehow sitting quite contentedly with each other. I don't know how that's happening. I don't know if it's going to last... Um, but I do think Melo wins here. And I wonder if Aldis offers him a spot in the Rumble. I wonder if he sort of, after the match, he wins, and he says, look, I've been really impressed with what you've done here. Uh, why don't you work the Royal Rumble? And then he doesn't win, obviously, but then that feeds into next Tuesday. And, uh, like, Carmelo Hayes says something like, oh, it was amazing being in the Royal Rumble. I saw that WrestleMania sign. I didn't just see that. I saw the idea of my name in lights, and he's having to say that around tricking me, like, and that's why I want us to win the Dusty Cuff trick, and it's, we'd, I'm definitely not going to yeah. turn on you, definitely. You can challenge any world champion if you win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was it was great seeing above the NXT title, which I've already won, if you remember. Yeah, yeah I've kind of, kind of... Yeah, already completed that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, just, I think he wins tonight, and he might get himself a place in the Rumble as a result. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that was the direction they were heading heading in anyway. Mm. Um, they're sort of doing something with Theory and Grayson Waller right now that could potentially set up a feud between the two of them, because obviously uh, Waller kind of accepts matches on Theory's behalf at the moment. Yeah, A-Town Down Under explodes in Perth. Is that what we're thinking? That's what I, th- I mean, if you're going to get Grayson Waller cheered... Yeah. I mean, he's in Australia, so he's probably going to get cheered anyway. There's your heel. But he's, yeah, mm-hmm. Austin Theory. I could see it. An easy win, like a kind of meaningless platitude of a match. I could see it. Yeah, Mello wins. Theory's like, I shouldn't have even been in that match. No, you could have wrestled that for me if you wanted. 
And then... Yeah. Well, if I'd have wrestled it, I wouldn't have got injured the first time. One of them turns on the other in the rumble. <sighs> eliminates the other. Yeah. That's nothing personal, pal. That's Grayson Waller, obviously. Okay. I like that. Mm. I like that a lot. Um, oh, just reminded me. You know, Mega Glove. Mega Glove. Uh, the stable headed up by Karrion Cross. yeah? They're called the Final Testament on WWE television. But then again... On WWE television, their opponents are called Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. So well, That's Mega Glove versus the Last Street Kids. It is indeed. Yeah. They're face-to-face tonight. But I want to give a shout-out to Ryan Plant, who emailed us. Ryan Leaf Plant? Uh, yes. Ah, hi, Ryan. Who says, I don't have X anymore to Legend. currently send over there, but there's already been a Mega Glove in wrestling. Go on. Lucha Underground had a gauntlet of the gods which eventually turned the wearer of the glove into a host for an Aztec god. I should have watched more Lucha Underground. I uh, really never saw snapshots and clips and bits, yeah. I saw, like, the, uh, the Angelico spot before we had him in, in WCPW where he jumps off. That oh, board. God, yeah, there. Oh, it looks oh my god. as if he's flying, like, 100 feet through the air. Yeah. Uh, seriously, I hate supernatural things in wrestling, but because they instantly set the stage with this kind of stuff, they made it work. Um, he sent us some photos... Uh, and a link that I'll play you afterwards mm-hmm. uh, where we can see the full power of the Mega Glove. Um, <laughs> and he says, if you want to try watching Lucha Underground, just search Lucha Underground Archive and you'll find an entire playlist of all four seasons. But yeah, you can see there. I did see some at the time. I like their uh, heel. Guy. Look how good that looks. Mega Glove. Joaquin Cuerno. John Morrison. I think it is, yeah. I don't know who that is. Fits oh, perfectly. Yeah, that is. It's Brian Cage's hand perfectly. Yeah. I do like the idea of Mega Glove. Me too. Well, they're face-to-face tonight. Do any of these people get in the... Well, I mean, Lashley's probably... Lashley's in. in. Cross will probably say he's in. Tez? Mm, I, I mean, always want to see him in there. I mean, you could put all four in, I suppose. Um, I've not done the math on what, how many spots would be free, but it's not like they've been, th- like, throwing the names out there, have they? You know, yeah, so we you got so far. Yeah, Lashley's the only one from SmackDown right now confirmed. Yeah, that's not on that. Well, we'll in a second, we'll get to potentially more people announced. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Cross will enter. Sorry, the only man from SmackDown. Obviously, Bailey and Bianca are in there. Cross will enter, and the Street Profits and AOP will... Uh, one will challenge the other for a match on next week's SmackDown. Yes. Um, and they might try and do uh, the Last Street Kids and Mega Glove as a six-man at Elimination Coal Miner's Glove match? Coal Miner's Mega Glove. Uh, you've been to school like the Last Street Kids and you've lost your Mega Glove. I tell you what. Stick with me on this. Okay. I don't know where they're going with, with either group. Okay. Picture this. Bobby Lashley versus Karrion Cross, right? Mm. But I know you're like, uh, that's, we've seen that a lot. We think we even saw it in the US title. It was, yeah. <laughs> Not with this added twist. Okay. In each of the pods of the Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. you've got Tez, Dawkins, ah, and AOP. And that's the second chamber on the show, if they need to have two. Well, it's a weird sort of, it's not a chamber match. It's well, just... About, it's like a war game. It's sort chamber, of war, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't war, hate that. War pods. Hey, man, the S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Wyatt family, uh, like, at Elimination Chamber, is like a legendary six-man. So he used to say that Mega Glove and the Last Street Kids can't do it. Well, me, I'm, I'm saying that they can't. <laughs> but 
Yeah, aye. That's, uh, I'd, I'd look at that. <laughs> I, want, I want to see it, yeah. Um, finally, uh, we're trying to have a little bit of fun here. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, there's not many people confirmed for the Rumble, so I thought we could play a quick game. Yep. Uh, well, let's, let's, let's do two. So we'll do one current SmackDown roster member who's not been declared for the Rumble. Like that. And then a legend. Yeah. Okay, so I have the SmackDown roster page open in front of me. Oh, that's made me sad. Kevin Patrick's still on it. Oh. Poor bloke. Shout out. I don't Kevin. think he deserved the way he's treated. Some people Shout were not out. a fan of his, but that's Yeah. I didn't I didn't expect him to be released, but all the best. He, like he had worked before WWE, didn't he? And yes. like Sakor. Um And I know I had a bit of fun with his name, but he's a he's Oh a he, it was all bloke. it was all very affectionate. We yeah. were all, we were all big fans of him. It's uh, Michael Cole and Graves tonight on SmackDown, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh stop. Okay. Two. Yes. Purely selfishly. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think he's going to get much shine in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes. Love it. Great. I think he could get a spot. I think you need people to do silly bits. Come we've already, in, we've already pitched about Lexus King like being dragged to the ring on his big throne, but then he just keeps getting hit with finishes along the way. What about the two faces of Pete Dunne? Oh, that's great. So like we not we do need to someone te- uh, someone asked us about this on the news the other day about having a forty person room and we're like don't be ridiculous the way we the way we're booking yeah. it so you could have him like three two one and it's like he's on a lead and Tyler Bate like you know when somebody's lost a dog off the lead and they're running like, invisible dog lead invisible dog lead and he's running to the ring it's like Tyler's like no come back I'm, I'm really sorry I've let my dog off the lead I'm one of those irresponsible dog waters of which you see substantially more of than you used to in the United Kingdom uh, and then he goes to the ring and then he gets thrown out again and then later on he comes just out as the bruiser weight and Tyler's still like ah oh, has anyone seen my lost dog and they just pretend that it never happened yes a bit like the Butch character um, like in terms of legends mm-hmm. I am scrolling through the alumni page. What's the number thing? One, uh, to f- one to four still. Four. Stop. I did that wrong way around. Sorry. Uh, oh. Have a job. That man is currently AW World Champion. Ah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to the next level. Give me a number between one. Oh, my God. Give me a number between one and three. I'm just going to say a number in my head here. Okay. And I'm hoping you're going to say it too. <sighs> Two. No. One. No. But three. Yeah. We're telepathic, me and you. Telepathic. What a call this could be. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a lot of journalists have put their reputation on the line about a certain someone. And yet Michael Hamflet has now told you, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That the, maybe not tonight on SmackDown, maybe they'll save it for Saturday. Probably if this is happening, I think they might save it as a bit of a surprise for Saturday. <laughs> because, ladies and gentlemen... The next person to be announced for the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Money. 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 I'm in. Shmanks. Number Any th- chance? Sash Banks number 30. Can't believe it. I no, you know AJ Lee's number 30, can't we? Light it up. Uh, Sash Banks number 29. Sash Banks number one against Molina, so they can do that properly. Do this it time. right this time, yeah. Uh, Your other picks would have been Santino, Marilla, or Saray. I don't see either of those happening, to be honest. Both go, both unlikely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha, it is? Yes. Go. Tick, tick, tick. Right, let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight. Sorry for the sort of disjointed nature of this podcast, yeah. but it's obvious why. Um, please do go and seek out 
uh, support if you've been affected by anything that we've discussed. And uh, as I said, join us tomorrow night for the Royal Rumble live stream where all donations will go to that fantastic charity, Rain, um, who does do such amazing work. Um, continue the conversation with us on X at What Culture WWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Michael Samflet <laughs> at uh, Michael Samflet. Get well soon, Michael Sidgwick. Get well uh, soon, Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts. Because me and Hamlet will be back a little bit later on today to preview AEW Collision. For now, though, this has been this SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.